Oklahoma State has a fantastic weekend going undefeated across basketball, baseball, and softball, but all eyes are on the basketball team trying to make the tournament. I'm Matt Jordan with the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network, and Oklahoma State helped themselves out a bit after those five straight losses by beating Texas Tech in a close game that they won, really coming down to the wire. They, they tried to give it away, had a 13-point second-half lead that Texas Tech cut all the way into, and they get the win by 3, 71-68, and barring a big run in the tournament by Tech, who plays West Virginia in the first round, Oklahoma State looks to have eliminated Tech from contention and set themselves up to be in a pretty good spot uh, heading in to the Big 12 tournament, and now, in my opinion, fate is really in the Cowboys' hands. Looking at where they were uh, come Saturday and where they are currently, uh, if you look at Lenardi, he tweeted out uh, they were 74. They were part of that next four out as Lenardi tweeted that out on Saturday. He updated it today. His most recent update currently has Oklahoma setting as the first one out. They are currently at 69 of 68 with a chance to move into that last four in. And uh, like I said, fate is nearly in their own hands. You lose to OU in the opening round of the Big 12 tournament, and you're done. You're not You're not going to make the, the national tournament at that point. I think they have to beat OU, and they have to beat Texas. If you don't beat Texas, or at least make it close, I'm I'm more con- I'm more leaning towards they have to beat Texas, which is a lot of, a large ask. Oklahoma State did not fare well uh, against the Longhorns in the regular season. Uh, they lost uh, in their first matchup. Uh, against Texas, 56-46, to 46, a 10-point loss there, and then lost 89-75, to 75, and Texas ended the season with a big win against Kansas uh, on their senior night. So I think you have to beat Texas. First, you have to get past OU, and then you have to beat Texas. I think if you can do those two things, you're going to get yourself into the tournament. Some other things can happen around them. Uh, right now, looking at the bracketology for Lenardi, and we'll go through and look at a bunch of different versions of what people think the bracket could look like. But right now, the teams that include the last four in, Mississippi State, Utah State, Rutgers, and Nevada. So Rut- uh, Utah State and Nevada have to go through each other probably at some point unless they get bounced early in the Mountain West Tournament. Right now, Nevada and San Jose State will play. They are the 4-5 seed. Utah State awaits the winner of New Mexico and Wyoming in the Mountain West Tournament. And Utah is the 3 seed. Utah State is the 3 seed. Nevada is the 4 seed. So they'd have to meet in the championship to see each other. Um, but... So if you're Oklahoma State, you're rooting for San Jose State, and you're rooting for either New Mexico or Wyoming, bouncing hopefully those two teams in the first round. That could help you out uh, a little bit. And then you look at Rutgers and Mississippi State. First we'll start with Mississippi State. They play Florida. 
Florida is the eighth seed in the tournament. Mississippi State is the nine seed in the tournament. And uh, you're, you're big Florida fans if you're Oklahoma State. And then the issue with Rutgers, Rutgers is the nine seed in their tournament. They face eight-seeded Michigan. Well, Michigan currently sets as one of the next four out. They're at the top of the next four out. So if they go on a little run in their tournament, that could mess with Oklahoma State as well. So there's a lot of things going into this that play with Oklahoma State. Mississippi State, Rutgers get bounced in the first round of their tournaments. That's going to help out the Cowboys. Oklahoma State has to get past OU. You lose that first round game against OU, and I'm sorry, but but the season's over. You're not you're not playing in the national tournament at that point. And then after that, I really do think they have to beat Texas. I just don't see a way uh, for them, with with what everyone else sees as well, for them to get in without beating Texas, I think you have to pull up that pull off that upset uh, in that matchup uh, against Texas. So let's look at where everyone else has uh, Oklahoma State right now. CBS Sports has them as one of the first four out at the moment. They have seven teams making it. Kansas is a one. K State is a two. Texas is a two. Baylor as a three, TCU as a six, Iowa State as a seven, and West Virginia as an 11. They are their second of the first four out uh, for CBS. ESPN, as I went over, they have them as the uh, first four out. They're their number one of the first four out. Uh, Looking at USA Today, USA Today also has them as a first four out. Bracketville has them as a uh, next four out. They have them as the top of the next four out. And then uh, you look at NCAA.com. Uh, they have uh, they have them as well as the first four out. So everybody has them either as the first four out or the next four out. So they have to do something in the Big 12 tournament to, to get in. And you look at... Uh, some of the different uh, net rankings that they have and and their quality wins and and all of that and right now uh, they're f- 43 uh, when you look at w- look at rankings they have one bad loss and that's the Southern Illinois they have several quality wins two against Iowa State at OU West Virginia TCU Texas Tech their Ken Palm ranking is actually phenomenal they're 40 uh, in Ken Palm which would put them in the tournament um, ahead of you know OU and Texas Tech the only two teams below them and actually it's, it's amazing to see how good Ken Palm rankings the Big 12 is uh, Texas is 8 Kansas is 9 Baylor 14 West Virginia 17 uh, Kansas State 18 Iowa State 22 and TCU 25 and then Oklahoma State sets it at 40 um, so I I don't know. I'm I'm very unsure of, you know, a month ago I was like, oh, we're making the tournament. I don't know. I, I said we needed to go three and four at the end of the season to put ourselves in that spot. We went two and five. Simple as that. So we were one game away, and one of those games that we, you know, lost that maybe we shouldn't have, West Virginia was one of those. Um, it been nice to beat Baylor or K-State at home, and you were looking really good. You beat Iowa State. And then uh, you, you just kind of falter there, losing losing five straight, and you know they really have themselves to blame. They're thirty four in uh, the power index for for ESPN basketball. So the metrics like Oklahoma State will the committee that that is 
the biggest question. And the more you're seen, the better your chances are of making the tournament. If you lose an early tournament game as one of these bubble teams, you're 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 just you're just gonna miss out. It's as simple as that. You're you're going you're going to miss out at making a, an at large spot. And right now, beating Texas Tech sets you up in in made you control your own destiny, in my opinion. You keep winning, you're gonna get in. You you start you lose you lose a game you shouldn't or lose a game uh, badly that uh, that may affect you. And and looking at uh, the Big Twelve bracket, you got to get through Texas, and then you'll play the winner of TCU and Kansas State. I don't think they have to win that game. Two wins is all I think they need to get. And I I would rather face K K State or even KU than Texas. I feel like we struggled more with Texas than we have the other teams. So you control your own destiny, and if you can pick up a win against one of the higher-seeded teams, then I think you can put yourself in the tournament. I I would go as far to say they beat Texas, they're in the tournament. I will not go as far to say they beat OU and they're in the tournament. They lose to OU. I will go as far to say they lose to OU, they're not in the tournament. It's as simple as that. So beat OU, beat Texas, make the national tournament. Hopefully you get Avery Anderson back. That is a big part of it. That has been a big part of the the collapse. The Avery Anderson injury has been a big part of why Oklahoma State uh, went on that five-game losing streak. But uh, I think they have the tools to be a great tournament team. I've talked about that already. What they have, what they're capable of. And... I I think they have the makeup, especially if they get Avery Anderson back, which there's rumblings that he could return for maybe the Big 12 tournament, but the NCAA tournament. But right now, your biggest roadblock, your biggest test, the first thing standing in your way is the University of Oklahoma. And there would be nothing that would make OU fans happier, the fans, the coach, the players, after a disappointing season under a first-year head coach. Nothing would make them happier than to be the ones that eliminated Oklahoma State from NCAA tournament contention. And if you lose that first game to OU, you will be eliminated from tournament contention. There, that I'm, I am positive about that. They will not make the national tournament if they lose to OU. So that's the first thing you got to focus on. And you fared well. We talked about it. You beat them twice. You beat them by 10 in Norman. You beat them by 16 in Stillwater. And now you have to beat them in Kansas City. And if you do that, you're one step closer. And doing it in a bedlam rivalry, in a big moment like that, is is great momentum that you can carry in to Texas. And then, reverse of what I talked about, it's hard to beat a team twice. It's even harder to beat them three times. That's Texas to Oklahoma State. Pull off the upset, beat the Longhorns, and then I think you should lock up State or TCU in the next finals. Make the champion AQ. 
Win the whole thing. I don't think that happens. Do it. Thing. I I think they are they have all the makeup of a team to go on a run. When does that happen? I don't know. If they get healthy, does it happen? Probably. Could. There's so much speculation around the tournament. It could make all the sense in the world to put Oklahoma State in. The semifinals left out. I don't know what the committee will do. They left out a 25th ranked SMU one year. Now, SMU is not in the Big 12. They don't play in the toughest conference in basketball. And I think a lot of people would argue that if Oklahoma State loses to Texas that they deserve to be in, if they only win one game, I just don't see where they're setting at right now. And it's so weird to think, after the Iowa State win, that we would be talking about... I thought we would be talking about how high can Oklahoma State get in the seeding, but instead we're talking about... Will Oklahoma State make the tournament? If you'd have told me when I was recording this podcast three weeks ago that I would be sitting here looking at how can they make the tournament, what do they need to do to make the tournament, and not, well, you know, if they if they make it to the semifinal game, can they get up to, to a six seed? If they make it to the championship game, could they get a five seed? Will they get an eight seed? I, that's what I thought we'd be looking at. Not... Can they make the tournament? And uh, one person I know, HeartlandCollegeSports.com, who uh, broke down the post-its, great name, horrible prediction, uh, has OU beating Oklahoma State, 71-68. And uh, I love this line. I honestly have no clue who will win this game. It does kind of feel like that. Um, But he basing on Oklahoma looks like a slightly hotter team. I say that Oklahoma State has more to play with, and that's why they'll win this game. And I'm going to say it won't be one possession. I'm not going to give a prediction, but I I'm going to say I'm going to say they win. They win by more than f- four. If they win, either they lose close or they win by more than one possession. I wouldn't be shocked if they won by double digits. Uh, hopefully, C stays healthy. I know he got hurt, banged up at the end of the Texas Tech game. That will play into it. Hopefully, he is he is he is healthy. Look look like he wasn't terrible. Um, and then Caleb Boone and Bryce Thompson have to play their best game. And if you can get a little bit out of Michael Wright, that would be great as well. Caleb Asbury played well against Texas Tech. Hopefully, he carries that over a little bit. But I. I am uh, I am still in disbelief that this is what we have to talk about because I never thought in a, all all my years that we would lose five five of our last six games, finish two and seven after winning five straight, and jumping all the way up to an eight seed at one point. Lenardi had us as an eight seed, and now we're we're looking at uh, we're looking at might not making the tournament. So. Um, and I don't even know who to blame. I don't know if it's coaching, the injury had something to do with it, but I'm not going to sit here and blame Mike Boykin. I'm not calling uh, for Mike Boykin's job. I think he's done a great job beating OU twice in one year, beating OU three times in one year. If you can pull that off, is is great to keep your job. Something the other Mike doesn't know much about. So, we will see. 
As I mentioned at the top, great weekend. Oklahoma State had a phenomenal weekend uh, in sports. Baseball, softball, great weekends. Uh, Looking at uh, Cowboy Baseball, they had two players uh, receive Big 12 honors. They have won five straight games. They are 8-3 and three now. Um, but, yeah, Nolan Schubert wins uh, Big 12 Newcomer of the Week. And Nolan McLean wins Big 12 Player of the Week. They had a uh, game against Austin P uh, in their, their most recent game where they got down 4-0 after the first inning and then erupted and beat them 12-4. They hit six home runs. They've been able to win games hitting and pitching. They scored 19 and held Austin P to just two in their first game. Then they won a low-scoring game 2-1 to one in their second game against Austin P. And then, as I said, 12-4, 12 unanswered runs to beat uh, Austin P in their third game of the matchup. They have so many games. Next up, uh, Arizona State. A uh, double, little doubleheader action against Arizona State. And then four straight games against Utah Tech. All in Stillwater. Uh, they're not out of Obrate until March 17th. So 11 days from the recording of this podcast is the next time they leave Obrate. And if you can continue this hot streak, winning 5-0, and you're going to head into the middle of March feeling pretty good about yourself, heading into the middle of March feeling uh, into Big 12 play, middle of March and into Big 12 play feeling pretty good about yourself. And they look to be one of the best teams in baseball in the Big 12. Uh, looking at the softball team, softball continues to be just absolutely impressive. They haven't lost since their third game of the season uh, when they played Maryland. They have won 16 straight games. Uh, and again, just a phenomenal outing. They played a top 25 team in Missouri, beat them 6-3. to Shut out Maine, win 9-0. Shut out South Dakota, win 4-0. Only allowed two against Tarleton State, win that game 11-2. to and then beat South Dakota State, winning that game 6-0. Now you're back in Stillwater, uh, where you'll play three games against Florida State. Then you head to Conway, Arkansas, and then they have the OSU Mizuno Classic coming up um, in the middle of March, March 17th. So uh, we'll we'll see if softball can continue rolling. I think softball's the second best team in the nation behind OU. They're they're in my opinion they're the second best team in the nation. They uh, Phenomenal hitting. The pitchers are figuring it out. And we talked about earlier in the year if they could find somebody behind Maxwell who can give them consistent performance. Lexi Kilfoyle has looked really good. And then Kyra Acock and Rosenberry have both had great outings in their last few matchups. Actually, in this last weekend set, now it was against the ranked team, Maxwell actually had the worst performance. And uh, if you're if you're in it looking at a at a tournament weekend or a, a set of three three games, a weekend slate of three games, and Kelly Maxwell is your worst pitcher, you're probably winning all of those games. I mean, you're probably winning winning those games. Baylor's tough. Texas is tough. OU obviously tough. But uh, in my opinion, the second best team in the nation, and have real real shot at winning the Softball World Series. They just missed making it last year. They have a real shot. That The lineup is legit. Is legit. Pit, we knew pitching with Maxwell coming in was going to be good, but that lineup is legit. Rachel Becker is hitting 560. 
560. They have four players batting over 400. With Kylie Naomi eight one hundredths of a tenth of a point away from batting 400 herself. They're they're phenomenal. The lineup is great. The pitching has been good. Softball softball is is one of the top two teams in the nation, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. At least, probably not until we get to Big Twelve play. Now they might slip up and lose a game. It happens. Nobody's perfect, but softball and and the, the other hitters that have struggled a little bit have started to figure it out. Uh, Megan Bloodsworth has come on a little bit. She's up over three hundred. Uh, matter of fact, they have one player batting under 300 right now, and that's Morgan Wynn. And Wynn's been great as well. So the team the team is in a good spot. And if the freshmen in Acock and Rosenberry figure it out, and they've got great people to look at in Kilfoyle and Maxwell, this team has, again, what it takes to win the whole thing. So... If basketball does disappoint and its season ends sooner than we expected, have no fear, Cowboys fans, because softball and baseball will carry you into the spring and or through the spring and into the summer when we get set for the new look Big Twelve coming for football season. Uh, with with the addition of those four teams, and so yeah, so if if basketball disappoints you. Baseball and softball have got you covered. Uh, and uh, we'll start talking, I'm sure, about spring football at some point soon as well. Uh, I know Texas made some announcements. Arch Manning is there. So, interesting to see how, what plays out, who's going to be the starting quarterback of Oklahoma State. But as we learn more, as spring football kind of unravels, we'll, we'll be following that as well. But I look forward to softball-baseball coverage uh, throughout the spring and into the summer. that carries you into the summer. So, uh, that has been this episode of the Pokes Podcast. I am Matt Jordan, Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network.